Hey, everybody, welcome back to Billion Dollar Blind Spots, where we actually help people discover and capitalize on the billion dollar blind spots that lie dormant within their business and their lifestyle. So today, I'm actually really excited. I actually met a guy who, you know, for, I'm just going to say for lack of a better word, he's like the funniest guy. He's up at 3.30 in the morning. He's doing his interviews. He's doing um, group, you know, he's helping, he's helping mortgage lenders actually become prospectors, which is an interesting and intriguing model because all the years that I've worked with mortgage lenders, never seen it. It's almost like, it's almost like they're like a rare oddity or something going on. Um, he's also, you know, he was the former uh, founder and former co-host of the National Real Estate Post, co-host of the Loan Officer Breakfast Club, which is where I met him. He is the co-manager, uh, co-branch manager of Success Mortgage Partners, president of Pandora Business Lending, and uh, partner at Pre-App um, 10, 1003, which is Broker Plus. And then he's also a partner in List, uh, List Booster Realty Stars. Um, and I know he's in California, and I know he works with his mom, who's pretty old, um, <laughs> which is great, and, and somebody's yeah. mom. Um, but other than that, let's get, let's get Frank Gray in here. Hey, you know, Frank, I, first of all, thank you for putting together the group that you put together. Um, it, as a new loan officer on that side, where I'm actually writing application 1003s and not just coaching people. Um, it's a great environment. Um, so I got to ask the question is, you know, who is, you know, who is Frank? I know you were in the Navy, right? So thank you for your Oh, story. yeah. Oh, well, thanks, man. Tell thanks. me who you really are. Yeah, well, obviously a guy that seems to be pretty busy, apparently from the, that introduction, right? <laughs> a whole lot of things going on. And it is true. At, at this stage in my life, that's uh, that's where I am at. I've got a lot of things going on, but uh, it's all good, man. I'm in a really great place in life. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, I got out of high school, went into the Navy, got out of the Navy, went into the mortgage business. That's that's what I did. I was in the Navy for six years. And, right. So that was yeah, like, and then, you look like you're 29. So that was like what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was, uh, I got out of the Navy in 1986. I started in the mortgage industry in January of 1987. So it's 35 plus years uh -huh. that I've been uh, been been doing it. And I've had an incredible career. Like it's just been a real weird thing. I, you know, I kind of went through the all the ropes of being a mortgage guy, you know, from just a regular street level originator to running a, you know, managing, running my own brokerage, uh, co uh, running a, a large net branch for a company, worked for Wells Fargo for a few years, did that, you know, kind of did it all. Um, and then uh, it was on the crash of 07, 08, where um, this whole national real estate post thing came to be. And that was me and my, my, my previous business partner, Brian Stevens, who still does the national real estate post today. Um, you know, we, we caught lightning in a bottle by doing some videos about the mortgage industry during the crash. And suddenly we found ourselves being the center of, of all attention going through that really trying time in the mortgage business where, uh, bro, we would do a video every day on what was happening. Like what, and so we had our finger on the pulse of the news of everything that was happening. We basically would report that. I've had so many conversations with people even today where they're saying, man, you guys were it. Like we were, we were, none of us knew what to do. And we all waited for your video to come out the next day. So we knew what was going on. And so that kind of took off and became a 15... That was 2000. Yeah, the first video I did was two, uh, July 2nd, 2007. Yeah. And and that was when things were starting to get a little squirrely. And I started wanting to coach my people. I had 60, 60 loan officers working for me. And I was like, man, I got to... I've been through some tough markets. I know what you know what we got to do here, and I was trying to communicate that. And that's right when video was starting to be something, uh, Sean. You know, like get, let's put it this way: YouTube was not even bought by Google yet. Right, right. You know, and it, and so we were just tapping into that, and it just became this thing, man. It just became this big thing that propelled us into a, quite an interesting career of of um, being these mortgage and real estate video guys, kind of celebrities, if you will. And boy, oh boy, I mean, we we, we experienced so many things from that. Uh, we got flown around the country gazillions of times, you know, treated like royalty everywhere we went and people were just dying to hear what we had to say. And, and the other neat thing about it too, Sean, was is we were reporting on the mortgage and real estate industry for 15 years, every single day. Brian still does it today. So Every day for 15 years for me, I was telling people what was happening in the mortgage and real estate industry. So that was kind of neat because I, you know, I had a real good understanding of what was going on. We, gosh, we were on Fox News. We were on uh, Liz Clayman after the Belmar, our good friend Barry Habib connected us with that. And, and we did that multiple times where we're like real estate experts on national television. 
Um, so it was really kind of neat. And then just a, just a couple of years ago, a little less, little about a year and a half ago, I decided, you know, I turned 60, Sean, and I and I, I went to my partner, Brian, who still does <laughs> National Real Estate Post. And he's 50. Yeah, he's he's 50. And I said, listen, man, I kind of want to, you know, I did this with you for 15 years and it's been great and we've had a great time, but right. I'm 60, you're 50, you got a long way to go. I, you know, I'd like to see if I can put a plug in this thing, maybe in five or six years, something like that. So I think I need to do something different. And that's when I connected with Carl, who I've known for for 20 years. And I said, hey, do you, do you got something that I can do? And he said, I got just the thing. And and that's how Loan Officer Breakfast Club came to be. He did ask me, though. He said, hey, but one thing, what time do you get up in the morning? And I said, well, like 3.30, 4 o'clock. He goes, my man. So I knew it was going to be an early thing. But uh, so for me, yeah, Loan Officer Breakfast Club is at 5.30 in the morning for me, Pacific time. And, and you know, you're there. And I'm laughing because inside I'm laughing because, you know, there's no accidents in life. I swear that somebody made me find you. And so you just got done saying, I got out of the military. I got out of the army in 86, you said? I got uh, out Navy 86, yeah. I got out in 88. I was a ranger in the army, special forces. Like, And then I got thrown out because they caught me smoking pot. Um, <laughs> that happened way, to me too, just so you know. <laughs> I know you're a big motorcycle guy. Um, Love it. Actually built, uh, oh, that's Carl, right? I built. No, I'm a motorcycle guy. Oh, yeah. So Carl built, too. Carl yeah. too, yeah. I built a 74 Camaro on post, and I was on the back of Range Road. And the guy goes, wait till you get to 100 miles before you get on it and try to test it. I go, all right, fine. So I'm like 18, 19 years old, right? I get to 101 yeah. miles. I'm on Range Road doing about 113 miles an hour. And I pass a guy jogging with hair like mine now. And he does one of these. And I went, oh, man, that's not good. So I was the fastest buck sergeant. And that became the fastest private in the whole company. <laughs> <laughs> so and then in 2007, I get the bright idea of opening my real estate business which much like you telling people what's going what on. What a great time. <laughs> what a great time to open your real estate business. I mean, prices went down 45%. Uh, sales sales went down 50%. Prices went down 45%. I'm making 80 to 100 grand. I have one kid, one on the way, and I'm newly married. And I'm saying to my wife, Dude, it's going to be okay. We're going to be fine. Right? And, I'm, and every day I'm going to my, my, my office, which is my new office. We have no money for budgets. So we just grinded. And yeah. you remember the Mighty Python skit, right? Where it's the where the guys are nailed to the crucifix saying it's always look on the bright side of life. Yeah. I would play that at full blast in the speakers of my office three times a week and go, <laughs> look at the MLS. Something sold today, something got bought today. We're not we're not yeah. zero. Go back to work. So yeah. interesting. Good stuff. Let me ask you this. Based on what you just got done saying, I think I know the answer to this because probably communication expert, but what's your superpower, man? You know, I, I like to kid around. Which I've been asked superpower before, and I, my my default funny answer is I have the ability to fall asleep during any motivational speaker. You know, in front of any motivational speaker, it, it's kind of a superpower. You know, it's you know, but uh, <laughs> I would say, you know, I, if I'm going to be honest, I I think my superpower is um, uh, probably just relentless consistency. You know, I just and I learned that through the doing the national real estate post where we got up every single day and we did produce content every single day for the industry and brother especially in the beginning we weren't making any money at it right. and there were many many days especially in the beginning where there was no reason to do it right like there was no like and but we did it and i did it and through 15 years of doing it it very much instilled in me the ability to go, okay, I have a goal and I have to do certain things to hit that goal and I can do them. You know, I can be consistent at something. And I always say this consistency for me, consistency is really everything because everything I love this. I, I don't know if I coined this phrase or not, but everything works with it and nothing works without it. Absolutely. And that's just the truth. Yep. I had a coach who passed away very young, uh, a guy named uh, John Alexandra wrote a book called Affirmations for Wealth. Brilliant mm -hmm. guy. He was an attorney. He was a bunch of different things. And he used to tell me all the time, he said, you know, Sean, money isn't everything, but it's right up there with oxygen. Try living without it for about a half a minute. Like, <laughs> it's just for a minute. You know, and I'm like, uh, yeah. so, so consistency. I mean, I, I think discipline and your ability to communicate from what I'm, what I'm learning about you. And what I, I mean, I, every time I get on that call in the morning, I write down notes. I don't know about those other people, but yeah, uh, I'm like a sponge for information. So um, next question is where, where do you specialize in doing, doing your thing? I mean, you know, what's your, where's your specialty? 
when you say where you're not talking geographically, right? You're, you're, you could be, listen, this is a free zone, man. I'm not going to tell your wife. Mm -hmm. If you want to tell us that you, know, you hang out in the uh, alternative lifestyle crew, I made a lot of money in that. <laughs> so, so here's, here's uh, true story. You ready? 20 yeah. years ago, I'm in a town called Hoboken in a towel in the steam room. Two guys said yeah. to me, hey, we want to buy a house. I don't realize that the one guy is hitting on me. I'm just like that ignorant. <laughs> right. We can't buy a house because if we do um, and he dies, his family will come and take the other half or because we're not married, they're going to be able to just take it or they're going to charge me 40% 40, 40 for capital gains yeah. tax, gift tax. And I said, well, you guys both have money, right? You got 20%? Yep. Yeah. I said, come to my office at 3 o'clock. I'll show you how to buy a house. So I started doing LLCs for same-sex, same-sex, same couples, like couples. Um, brilliant great you know, stuff at the first at the first um at the first like uh, party that they did to invite everybody i had like seven people come up to me and say hey can you do that for us and i'm like yeah absolutely next thing you know we're doing seminars every every month um with like the loan officer the mortgage guy the insurance guy all these people we did like 25 transactions in a mar in a niche market that was an accident so what a trip that's I guess a neat I'm, story I guess i'm asking you is where is that niche market or where is that niche like in yeah. that, that like space where Frank's going to make a lot of money where other people don't. You know, it. here, I, I know exactly what to say and I'm glad we clarified it, but um, yeah. So man, I tell you, brother, I, I, you know, I've got, a, I've got between my wife and I, you know, we're, we were both divorced and we both, we each had two kids with our previous marriage. So we got four kids between us and, and two of our four kids are doing great, right? My daughter, she's got her about to get her. She'll have her PhD early next year. Uh, she's already got a job with some company called Crunchyroll. I don't know if you know what it is, but it's some Japanese anime streaming channel. I don't know, but it's a big deal. Apparently, wow. she's already got a gig there. My my stepson Joey, he's a mortgage broker, doing great, really well. I mean, he's done so good, and he's fine. But my other two kids, that they each have unique circumstances that are. Uh, cause them to where they can't really engage in the workforce like a normal normal person could, right? Uh, my son, for example, two very autistic kids has to take care of them. My daughter, three three small kids, you know, the old deadbeat ex-husband and just various things. But the bottom line is, is they do have some time. They're both very bright uh, adults. And so I was looking and so me and my wife have been, you know, supporting them, right, financially for because we just had to and and so but you know at some point sean you kind of go we need to find a way right. you know maybe we could come up with something here what is so i basically <laughs> yeah so long and short of it i mean i i i i i neither my son nor my my daughter who who i want to help here they they're not licensed in any way or shape or form and i and i, found, I realized that there are loans that they can help with or 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 do biz development on uh, that don't really require, which are your commercial loans, your investor stuff. I mean, there's, you know, hard money things, stuff that have nothing to do with agency, nothing to do with owner occupied, nothing. Right. But, and so I've, I've created a, a, um, a, a business development company and it's called weird loan girl. Uh, we just got the, the escort paperwork in uh, it's weird loan girl Inc. And it's my daughter. She's the face of it. And we have found that by going out and doing a niche like this, like she's the weird loan girl, I do weird loans, and there's I won't get into all the technical things that we do, but there is a, a very specific method that we've been using where we've discovered that number one, there's a lot of business out there that that okay right. a ton. And and if you know how to find it, which we do, we figured this out, you know, through various, you know, Facebook, email, voice broadcast, blah, blah, blah. And of course, right. lists, qualified lists. Uh, we can literally break into any market we want to break into and just getting out of the shoots. I mean, just literally, Sean, getting out of the shoots. We've already got a pipeline of, you know, 15 deals and, you know, she's already funded her first deal. And, and it's, it's because we went very hyper niche and with a clever uh, brand, right? This weird lone girl brand just kind of got just took off and it's we're going to do very very well with it i'm extremely you, uh, excited about hard it money it's, or mezzanine financing yeah yeah hard hard money what do you say or mezzanine financing is is the gap it's gap uh you know like i'm gonna yeah, bridge I'm gonna, do a, I'm gonna do a project and i need you know i need i need three million dollars between what the bank's gonna give me and what i could afford um so they bring in, yeah. uh, it's called, you know, short-term financing, bullet loans. Yeah, I, we're not, we're not doing that, but I'm going to write that down and I'm going to start doing that. But, um, you know, just traditional hard money stuff, fix and flip, 
right? Multifamily rehab, uh, commercial, you know, this type of stuff. Um, but yeah, man, it's that's that's kind of where it's at for me right now. That's my main are focus. Because um, some like, are you backed by somebody, or are you guys finance self financing? We we have yeah, we have a uh, we have one company one in particular that well, we have several. We 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 can deliver um, um, customers to about four different companies right now. But there's one in particular that's going to be our main go to that we really have struck a really good deal with because they see the light in the in the brand and they're like, so oh, a, I, I used to do a lot of those. I've owned about 60 properties over the past 25 years. Um, so I've done everything you can imagine from yeah. garages into, you know, single family homes and crap. Um, I go to you and I say, hey, man, you know what, uh, if I can get this house in cash in like three days or four days, you know, and I can raise the capital for it. Um, I can close and I can get a 15% discount on the price. You know, can you guys execute that kind of a transaction? Like, a, you know, be able to underwrite something that quickly? Or is it more yeah. like formal? Yeah, that's what these guys do. Yeah, this, this is like short. five to 10 days. Yeah, right. five to 10 days. Same as cash offers. You know, they'll, you know, they, what we do is they'll, they'll get packages on the, on the investor, whoever's looking for the money, get a package kind of up front and understand right. who we're dealing with, you know, experience, yeah. that kind of a thing. And, and then just let's see the sales price. Let's see the house. Let's, and, and let's, let's, um, you know, get the address and kind of do a quick evaluation on it and basically say, here you go. Here's the money, same as cash. Go go right up the offer. Right. We yeah. used to do it as like we used to call it the loan to own program for years. <laughs> it's like if you yeah. blow up, we're going to step in and finish it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Out of curiosity, I mean, you know, we're I know we're you're talking about what you're doing and how you're doing it, and that and that like the niches. Believe it or not, um, the billion dollar blind spot started out from a summit that I did years ago called the 10x Real Estate Warrior Nation, where we interviewed 25 of the, the industry's experts, like. The former president of, of Keller Williams, uh, like the guy who was National Association of Realtors president, all kinds of crazy, like mad scientists. The guy who did design like Wailopo. I don't know if you ever heard of that company. Sure, um, oh yeah. Tiger Leads. That's you know, hat that's Howard. He's a good good friend of mine, and some of these other crazy mad scientists, if you will. And you know what we kind of fit, what we kind of premised the whole thing on was the industry changed, right? When I started in the real estate business in '96. I can make an I can make a living on the float just by when I say the float I mean not working in a niche business and getting a couple of deals here a couple of deals there and in there and then what happened was companies like Zillow and some of these other companies were they were like the gi the giant commercial fishermen that came into the market with the giant net and they skimmed all those leads that would float to the top that the realtors could have made a living on and lived on they took them all off the top and said hey Frank we're going to grab these we're going to put them in a bucket and we're going to sell them back to you for thirty five right. Right. Yeah. And, and oh, by the way, they're the leads from your listings that you've right. been getting anyway, right? So oh, yeah. what our premise was, let's teach realtors a very niche, niche, like one of like for 40, 50% of my business was probate and estate, right? Because mm -hmm. I figured out that if the market went straight up, you, you know, you, you still had a, if the market went straight up, if the market went straight down, it wasn't economy driven. It was basically. Yeah. Good thinking. Life. Yeah. You know, if you're alive, if you die, somebody's got to sell your house. Um, it's there and you know in my in my community or my in my one of the one of the counties i lived in there was 180 people that would die a month and of the 180 people five of those people would sell their house tomorrow and and that's why i asked if i can get a loan if i could do like 24 hours and say hey i'll get, i'll bring you a wad of cash tomorrow if that's mm. what you want mm -hmm. so if that's the case and you're doing so now you set up your kids you set up that what's Frank's passion? I mean, like, you know, you talked about it, you mentioned it a minute ago and you said, Hey, motivational, put me to sleep. I'm the, I'm the only guy that in my, my like speaker document, it says, it says, we don't motivate people. That's mm. bullshit. You know, motivation mm. is like gas in the car. When the gas runs out, that's it. We actually inspire yeah. people to take action. We find out what their passion is and we put together mm. their passion with their purpose. And then with technology and innovation and leverage, slide broadcast, um, you know, all different mm. kinds of leverage and stuff like that. We help you to push mm. on. So mm. what is your, like, what do you think makes you go? What do you like? You get up at three 30 in the morning. Nobody does that by, nobody does that on purpose. I mean, I, that's between, me and you were trained differently. I just wake up naturally at three 30. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there's, yeah. A, I mean, well, well, let me back up for a second. When I got out of the army, I was getting up at three 30 in the morning, just like you. Yeah. I went and I got a job in the construction business, which I hated. And I had a studio apartment about as big as this room. 
and I have one clock over there and one clock over there and one over there. And in the first like six months, I figured out how to throw both of my boots at the clocks when they went off simultaneously to get them to shut off. So, mm-hmm. and then when I got in the real estate business, I was getting up at 3.15 because I couldn't sleep because I was so excited to go to work because I found my mm-hmm. passion. There's a reason mm-hmm. why you're getting up, helping your kids build a business, which you don't need to do in your career at this point. I right. mean, as your kids, what's your, what, what makes you go? You know, man, um, so there's two two ways two angles to look at this a personal a personal angle and of course a business angle you know on the personal angle it's all christian based god fearing i love the lord jesus and i'm i want to be a good brother right uh, i want to be a good good representation of the lord you know that's that's a that's quite a passion that's one of the reasons i do get up so early is like that's my time to you know connect with god and because it's very quiet nobody's bugging me either, you know that 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 kind of a thing but from a business perspective um i'm so blessed to have gotten connected to Carl White and his team in this capacity. Um, I never would have dreamed that I would have been here. And by the way, this was absolutely a God thing. That's another story. But but um, th- everything that I've learned from Carl and the, and the animals has just blown my mind to the point where I really realized, Sean, that you can build a business. You know what I mean? You don't have to be a street level originator that's just scrapping for the next deal for the rest of your career. You can actually put together a business, even if you're working for somebody else. That's one of the great things about the mortgage industry. You can build us and build a business inside of somebody else's business inside of a different company, but you can build something and you can put something together in such a way that the business will come in and get through the system and closed where you literally do not even have to be a part of it. It is not a pipe dream. It's not a pipe dream, right? It is an absolute reality. There's plenty of people in Carl's Freedom Club that are doing it right here, right now, today, right? And with the thing I'm working on with my kids, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it completely different, Sean. I am not looking at this like I need to scrap for deals. I'm looking at it as I'm putting – I already know what the parts of the puzzle are. I already know what the components of the business are. I'm just establishing the components now, getting them put together and assembling them, Right and pushing the go button. That's 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 all I'm doing. It's I'm so passionate about it um, that I think that is part of what's driving me to. I shouldn't say that. I, what I'm I'm really passionate on Breakfast Club. I think you see that. I, I love I love getting on that call every morning and just trying to like the stuff that I'm seeing and I'm digging and I'm going, this is real and this works. I just want to just put that in everybody's head. Like I want to just be able to reach through the zoom lens and just drop it in their head. So they get it and the lights come on and they go, I see it. I can, I can build a business. That's what I really want to do. So, I mean, that's what I'm really passionate about, man, is I, it sounds corny and cheesy and I, but it, it really is on, helping like i really do want to help people understand that you don't have to be an originator that's you know close that one oh my god empty pipeline i got to scrap for another deal you don't have to be that you got to work intelligently you got to have a correct plan and you got to have not only that not only a plan of what activities to do sean like we talk, right. we go through monday, we Tuesday, monday thursday yeah we do the dsp we do this monday we do this tuesday but no a different plan even a higher level plan which you would get for people if they join animals or especially just, freedom club not is over that. i don't want to let that get lost in your conversation mm-hmm. at dsp you have to realize like i'm the guy who brought to the mortgage business level 10 skills yes right? i was using them on 11 level two deals yeah the house you know i don't know if i want to buy the house you said you're going to paint it well you said blue right well it's, it's really not blue it's teal green and i'm like it's freaking blue. Okay. You know, <laughs> after, after 20, you know, after 2000 transactions, you're like, listen, bud, I'm, I'm going to burn the house down if you don't want to buy it or I'll buy it myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so when I got, when I moved to the mortgage space, I asked people like, do you have a process? Do you have a script? Do you have a dialogue? Do you have this? Do you have that? No. And then when I went to go find it, I ended up stumbling on you guys by accident. So daily success plan. Yeah. Right. And you're saying that I can actually, I'm going to interrupt you because I want, I want people to really hear what you just said. You can actually build a business that you don't, you know, you know my coach always said to me, the difference between people that are rich and the people that are wealthy, Yeah. people that are rich have to go to work. The people that are wealthy just have to figure out how to get rid of them, how to get rid of the money for the taxes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 
and, yeah. and the money, the money actually makes more money. And, and when, they, even though they're paying their bills, their income is going up, not down. And the people that yeah. are rich, if they don't work and they keep spending money, it goes down, their income goes down. So yeah. you hit on something where you can build wealth in the mortgage business. If, if I got that correctly, right? Yes. And yeah. What, and you can think the secret to that is like, what is that? Give us like a little outline of the, of the, of the skeleton of that. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly where I was kind of going to, going to go with this is like, there, there's the daily success plan of all the things that need to get done right, right every day in order to drive the business in the door. But then there is once that business gets driven in, how do we process that from lead to, to fund, right? right? How can I process it from lead to fund where the consumer and the, maybe the real estate partner are feeling like it's me that's taking care of them all the way through the transaction when in reality, it's not. I have a team in place a skilled team that knows how to operate, right? And get these, get this thing from lead to, to, to funding. And so really it comes down to, there's something in, in animals that, that we call, there's two, two things. One is the acts of freedom and one is the triad of awesomeness, right? And acts of freedom. I'm taking notes, by the way. Freedom, pardon me? I'm taking notes, by the way, for those who are listening. Yeah, yeah. Not, so acts of, acts of freedom. <laughs> Right. Okay. Acts of freedom is basically you're, you know, you just got to write down everything that gets done, like from, from, from right. prospecting to get the lead. Then once the lead gets done, where, what's the process of getting the, from going from lead to funding? And you have to have that all written down. So, you know, every single aspect of what gets done. And then what you need to do is go in and figure out how do I, I got to find people right? That can handle these different segments of this process as, you know, everybody's going to think I do it better than everybody else. Okay. I'll tell you this. Okay. You do, you do it better than everybody else. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. You do, but you know what? There's a ton of people out there that'll do it pretty doggone close to you. You know, really, really, really close to you. In fact, if we're going to be truthful, there's probably a lot of people probably do all those things a lot better than you, you know, who are going to be willing to just come in and work for a salary, you know what I mean? Maybe a little bonus, something like that, and handle all of these tasks. And you would be surprised. You might be able to get that team down to maybe two to four people, right? That can absolutely run this business from start to finish where you're merely doing the things that you think are the funnest things to do in your business, right? right. Uh, podcasting, maybe. Uh, you know, maybe it's, uh, you know... Um, I know you know, going mean. out and going out and saying hi at networking meetings, just, you know, having having tapas and drinking wine at a networking meeting. That's what I do for a living, you know, but everything else gets done back there at the team. It's completely possible. It happens. I'm putting our company together from the beginning with that in mind. I'm not going to call anybody, Sean. I'm hiring a caller, right? You know what? This caller is going to be better than me. You know, just better than me. I'm going to script them up. They're going to say exactly what needs to be said. They're going to make 3,000 calls in two weeks where I might have made 100, right? You, you get what I mean? And then we're just going to create the flow and create the process all the way through to the end. It's exactly right, what so I'm going to do. Knowing what you know about my skill set and background, right? So I, you know, I know how to call. I know how to dial. I know how to create a team. You know, our probably the greatest script I learned over the years was, Frank, obviously you want to meet, you know, once I put the deal together, you don't even want to call me because I'll screw it up. You just want to call Abby. Abby is the go-to person. She's going to perfect. The only time you really want me involved, if something goes sideways and we need to fix it. And even yep. then I'm probably going to tell you to call Abby anyway. So start yep. with her. And if there's something goes sideways, call me. Um, yep. Other than that, you know, in my mortgage guys, I would say them. I want to talk to you twice. Once when you receive the contract and the second one is when we're closing and anything in between mm. that, I'm probably going to get upset and probably go start looking for somebody else that doesn't call me as much. Right, I mean, right. I hate to say it, but that was my script yeah. for mortgage people. So, yeah. all right, so I'm, I'm, I'm new in the business. I'm fumbling my way through it. What is the one, two, three things that you could say, hey, Sean, if you want to do, you want to make a half million bucks in the first year, do 50 million, what are the, what are the steps? Yeah, I know exactly what they are. So the very, very first thing we have to do without question, okay? okay is we have to get a list. 
get a list, right? And and we have to get a list of of if you're a mortgage person, you want to get deals, right? You need you need to get purchase deals. I'm telling you, don't just go look. There's a gazillion agents out there. You know, Sean. There's a gazillion. You were one of them. There's a gazillion agents out there that are kicking butt. They're doing fine. They're you know what they've got deals going on right now, and they're out there. But we got to get that list. We got to understand who they are. And for me, I'm, you know, I was in the Navy, right? They say sailors are like electrons. They'll always take the easiest, the path of least resistance. Okay. That's what they always say. And, and it's true for me. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Richard Smith, qualifiedagentlist.com to get my list of agents. That uh, that you always uh, promote in uh, DSP? Qualifiedagentlist.com. Qualifiedagentlist.com. Is it Smith animals or something like that for you guys? All you do is qualifiedagentlist.com. You'll go right there. It'll be an animals landing page, although animals does not get paid for it. Just so you know, it's just we 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 gave him a landing page because he didn't have a method to collect money. He didn't have a gateway, it. and it's just been like that for years. And so we just left it like that. But so now I get the list. Um, I got a I got a list of a thousand people or something in my area mm-hmm. of people that do qualified qualified agents, which we talked about as people that do eight or more transactions, right? Buy sides. Eight more buy sides in a year. With 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 Richard Smith, you're going to get closer to fifteen hundred agents. And now yeah. just keep in mind, you're going to tell him what city you're in. He's going to put a pin in the middle there, but he's going to spread that out as far as he has to go to find those right. agents. Right. And they're all done real time. They're not it's not like he has these lists in his pocket. Right. Like he'll start today. So so when we say the last 12 months, it's from today, right? Going, going, going back 12 months. So um, you got to have a list. And so that would be number one. You have to call the right. Don't waste your time calling, you know, someone that's not going going to be able to do this. Carl has a great saying. He's like, man, if you want to eat oranges, would you rather get an orange seed and plant it and water it and wait for the tree to grow to pick them? Or would you just go to a tree that's got a bunch of oranges on it and pick an orange, right? Whatever. I mean, it's just up to you. You know, up to you. So, you know, it's this is like just going up to the orange tree and picking the oranges. And but you gotta have like we won't get into all the details of the DSP, but we know what we've got there. We've got our phone call. We try to meet with them. We try to get to see if we like them. Number one, see if we like them, right? But then we gotta follow up because you know, you were an agent for a long time. You know, real estate agents aren't just gonna take some guy that just showed up once, had one phone call, one coffee or something with them, and then start oh. sending him business. Come on. You know, you got to prove yourself. And so with the DSP, we've got our 12-week follow-up. And then of course, once the deal gets in the system, we've got the we've got the daily success plan. So I'd say number one is you gotta have a list. You gotta start with the list. Yep. Number two, you gotta you have to have a very structured um plan that that's designed the breakfast meeting with us. Mm-hmm. which is what time does that start east coast is that, so eight thirty eight. it's 8 30 a.m eastern time 8 30 a.m eastern time loan officer breakfast club.com it's absolutely free think of this absolutely free to any originator you got to have a plan and you have to execute that plan you just have to do it you have to make your calls and here's what i'm going to say sean this is what i think is the most important is is today is a little different and so today you might get your qualified agent list and put your pin in you know, your city. I'm in Vacaville. I put the pin in Vacaville. I get my list. It's going to go out a little ways, and I'm working that qualified list. But because of the nature of the market today, right, you may, you may want to get two lists, right? Like right. I, I put the pin in Vacaville. I got, there's 100,000 people in Vacaville, bro. Right. Okay. It's not that big, right? right. So they're obviously – he's going to have to spread out a little bit. But if – I guess what I'm trying to say is it's so easy. It's really easy. Why don't I get a list from which I've done? I'm on like my eighth list from Richard Smith for the new company, but but I'm going to buy that guy a brand new Tesla before the year's over. I'm convinced of it. Right. But, um, but uh, you know, just pick another market and get the list and go do that. And well, I'm not in that market. I'm not over there. Nobody cares. Just make the calls, do the plan in the different market. If you can lend there, you maybe you get three lists. Now I'm working with 45, a list of 4,500 people, right? That I'm just making my, I'm just doing the plan. I'm doing the plan. I'm doing the plan. You will absolutely find your 40 or focus 40 agents that we talk about having 40 that give us a deal at least once a quarter. You will absolutely find them. You just have to put in the work. You got to put in the work. And if not you, then who, right? It's Someone else, that, right? Um, because like, when I built the real estate business, um, what I did was I worked in a town called Hoboken, right? Hoboken's a mile square. It's a grid, 15 miles long, 12 blocks deep. It's got 210 bars, 220 police uh, police officers, right? Shocking. Um, used to be a Navy <laughs> town, by the big Navy town, by the way. Um, and what's funny is now it has 17, 17 blocks, okay? 
But I made a living by call, starting on one end of the town and calling through it four times a year. I would call through it. Took me 90 days, turn around, go back and go back the other way. What's nice. interesting though is when I wanted to raise my price point, what we did was, and I still remember how we did it was, I put a, I put a grid on the wall. I put the map on the wall and I said to my assistant, I go, take a yellow pin and put everything that's $100,000 less than the average price point for all the transactions that took place last year under, under the average. Take a green one for every one, I'm sorry, a red one for every one that was at the average, and then take a green one for every one that was over the average by, by $100,000. And when we would start to call, instead of starting on Third Street where we sold the house, if we noticed there was a pocket of green pins over here on Fifth Street, we would start on Fifth Street and work our way back to Third Street. Say, hey, I just want to let you know we sold a house in your neighborhood. And really what you're talking about is more globally, like I'm licensed in all 50 states. I work for a bank. I work mm -hmm. for U.S. Bank. So mm -hmm. would not be crazy for me to get a list in my, in my neighborhood where I could walk and go see them like, you know, people I know, know and care about in my town and my church and all that stuff. Um, but then also maybe go to like Naples or, or New York City, which is 35 minutes away. And the average price point you is go anywhere, brother. Three million. You know, but well. But I'm more methodical about it. It's like, if I'm going to get on the phone, the, re the reason why I was talking about price point is yeah. it's, you know, Jay Abrahams was a great marketing guy. And he taught me, he said, how much, how many times, how many people? It's the only thing. In, and he hasn't, he goes, I don't care if you're selling prostitution, houses, buggy whips, mm -hmm. how much, how many times, how many people. So if you can figure out mm -hmm. how to speak to less people, increase the price. And what you do is have group calls, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing. That's really what we're trying to do. So mm. last question, 500 bucks. You got, I give you 500 bucks. You get out of the Navy. I take you, I stick you in a plane. I drop you out of a plane into wherever the hell you want to go. And you got to start a business. <laughs> what do you do? What a, great, what a bizarre question. It's such a great question. You know what it is? It's, <laughs> it's not, I, I take and I go take my team and no, mm -hmm. it's, you, it's you, a phone and 500 bucks. Mm -hmm. Do you buy mm -hmm. bus benches? Do you buy a list? Do you, you know? Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I would, for, well, number one, for sure, I would try to figure out, you know, right away, just like what, you know, what are my surroundings? Where am I at? And what could I possibly sell? Okay. I would, I would definitely go into a sales well, let's say you're type of your mortgage business. Mm -hmm. Let's use that. We're going to say you're a mortgage guy. Yeah. But we, we take okay, yeah, I drop in the middle of nowhere. I've never been anywhere before. I got 500 bucks. I would do my best to get a list, yep. right? Get a list and make sure that I have a, that that I can make some calls. And that's what I would start doing. I'd get a list to make my calls. That's exactly I mean, what I would do. For the most part, be... is get a list, you know, call it, you know, follow up and, and follow up and follow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's things that we need to do and do it the right way. And 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 that's why you need the, the full plan. And, you know, like, yeah, just meet us at the breakfast club, man. You're an That's where you get started. That's the tip of the spear. Loanofficerbreakfastclub.com. Where to go? I didn't ask you, uh, but I will ask you: Is is there anything we forgot? Anything we didn't talk about that you wanted? I don't that think so. that we should have mentioned that, like, you know. No, I think that the, the main thing that I'm that I'm running into because just bear in mind, Sean. You know, I'm coaching these. You know, let's say I'm on Breakfast Club. We've got anywhere from 225 to 300 people a day yeah. on that live Zoom call. Let alone whatever's on on Facebook. And then we do call stars, of course. And then we do, you know, then I do, I just have zoom calls throughout the week of people just chiming in. Hey, I want a piece of Frank, right? Hey, Frank, can you All help right. me with something? So I'm talking to so many originators every single week. And I'm definitely, I think the thing that's standing out to me the most right now is work off more than, first of all, you have to have the list. And, and, and secondly, have more than one, more go into another market. Don't don't just sit in your own. Yeah. Market changes too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, go into a different market. Just so you know, with our with our hard money uh, commercial company, I'm buying lists of only I'm only buying lists in markets that have like as close to a million people in it as possible. So, right. so you know, Jacksonville, Florida, nine hundred thousand. Oakland, California, eight hundred thousand. San Jose, eight hundred thousand. L.A., eight million. I could probably get three or four or five lists out of L.A. Seattle, seven hundred and fifty thousand people. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm focusing on high density areas where there's just a lot of stuff, yep. and there's a lot of houses, and there's a lot of things, you know, and and it's big, and you're gonna find a list of qualified agents there because there's just more of them, you know, because it's just bigger, 
And so pick another market. Don't, don't, don't sit in your own market. I trying to convince my kid of this right now. You know, my mortgage broker oh, kid is oh, like, man, things are not going so good. There's not too many. Just like, what are you doing in Vacaville? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you how this will give you an idea of how my brain is wired and why I think we're like kindred spirits. I swear to God. It's a little scary, to be honest with you. I think I'm going to sleep <laughs> differently now. <laughs> um, Just don't think of me. COVID, COVID hits, right? And people are like, oh my God, you got to work at home and all this crap. And I'm like, yeah. I've been doing that for 15 years. That doesn't bother me. So yeah. I, say to my, I say to my wife, who is the COVID cop and the COVID czar, because she's the company doctor. And I say, how long do you think this is going to last? She goes, put your seatbelt on. It's going to be a while. I said, okay, fine. I get my team together on a Zoom call. And I say, hey, listen, we're not going to be able to do business in our primary market for a while. And we can, but it's going to be a little sketchy on how we do it because our primary right uh, at that point, our, our average price was 750. Right. And I was like, you know what, listen, those people in, in 2008, there was two and a half million people out of work in our area, right. To nationwide COVID peak of COVID 22 million. Okay. Mm -hmm. What's interesting is what I did was I said, Hey, listen, I got to make a living. I got a house. I got a mortgage. I got kids. Who's got a job? So we broke down on a big whiteboard on a Zoom and I said, who's still got a job? First responders, mm -hmm. policemen, firemen, nurses, doctors, everybody in that yeah. kind of space. What's the average price point of those people, Frank? 120, 130? Yeah. Yeah. How much of a house can you buy at 120, 130 with an interest rate of 4.5%, $340,000 on average. And when you back in, you have student loans and all that other crap and two cars and everything else, it ends up being 250. In New Jersey, the only place that you can get a house for 250 that has three bedrooms in it was a town called Phillipsburg, which was 45, 48 minutes from my house west, right, in the sticks. And I said to my team, I go, listen, we're going to start doing houses in Phillipsburg. And they're like, what are you out of your mind? That's like the combat zone. That's like going to East LA, right? In California, it's like going to East <laughs> And it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a bad neighborhood. It was just that the price point was like so far from what we were doing. And I sat everybody down and I said, we have a choice. We could do one $700,000 house once a month, maybe twice, once every other month right now, mm. because none of those people have a job. And even if we find them a house, they can't get a, they can't get a loan mm -hmm. unless they buy it cash. And that's only 18, you know, in our market it was 11% of the market. Yeah. Yeah. I go, so, and then we ultimately went out and did business in Phil in the town of Phillipsburg. I mean, granted in, in two years, we ended up with 27% of the market share. <laughs> in the, in the, you know, out of like, I don't know, 60 homes or whatever the hell it was. But yeah, but I think I, what you're saying is, you know, people are so afraid they like, they'll sit and they'll sit like a mushroom under a rock and wait for something to happen. Right. But one of the guys this morning was talking and, and, and God bless him. He said, Hey, you know, there's this process and that process and this process. And I don't know if you know what I put, if you saw what I put in the chat, I go, just freaking pick one and fail forward. What's, <laughs> and I mean, do it. Yeah. What's the difference? So, okay, some guys, yeah. nobody, you know, I said this to you once before. It's like, you know, I would stand on a beam and freeze my butt off for 20 bucks an hour. Now you, you know, somebody's going to pay you a couple hundred dollars an hour and you're afraid that somebody says to you, oh, don't talk to me anymore. Or don't call me. Okay, great. Next. Next. Yeah. There, there's yeah. a billion people in this world. Any other questions? Yeah, and I think with mortgage, it's, it's easier. Like with real estate, I, I dabble in that as well with my mother, like you were saying, my mom, her real estate company, my wife does real estate, you know, and I'm involved in these transactions, but, but um, in real estate, you know, that is, you know, you know, it's, that is very localized. Like if I'm going to go take a listing, you know, I'm not going to fly to Arizona to take a listing for somebody if I'm licensed in Arizona, you know, but in mortgage, it's, you can go anywhere. Because people are so used to this right now and Zoom or what have you, it just doesn't matter. My first two transactions were in Pennsylvania, which is two states away or a state away. Yeah, it don't matter. Goes, Are you the guy in the green sweater on 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 the internet? I go, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I said them like, you know, it, what's interesting is is real estate is not a, what I call hand in glove. So hand in yeah. glove, hand in glove is if you buy a house, eighty seven percent I think it is right now need a mortgage. The rest of the population yeah. is buying cash, but let's say eighty percent. Yeah. Are buying a mortgage, so eighty-seven percent of the people need to put a glove on the hand. Yeah, you know, or they already have one. If you're calling them about their house, and it's not a foreign conversation, but if I call you to say, "Hey, Frank, are you think about selling your house?" You may not do it for five to seven years, right? So, and I may say to you, "Who do you know?" And you may say, "I, I don't know." But if I said to you, 
Hey, Frank, you got a mortgage? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I do. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Have, you considered, have you considered consolidating debt or have you considered doing something different? Yeah. No. Something to think about. Right. Well, are you are you still doing are you still going down the shore and renting a house for twelve thousand dollars every every you know for a month? Well, yeah. Well, what if we what if we actually showed you how to use your four hundred one k to buy the house, and then we'll re, you know we'll, we'll we'll show you how to use it as a as a you know second home, and write yeah. it all down. Oh, I didn't think of that. Okay, great. When can we do that? Really? All right. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So I, I, it's true, and you can do that anywhere. That that that's the thing. It, you know, you're not you're not limited to you know your your physical location, which with real estate you kind of are. You know, to to a certain degree you are. I I, I said it earlier in the conversation. And what's funny is you just figured out what the what the missing link was, which I didn't figure out. When I was doing the real estate transactions, and I like you, I was on Bloomberg News, Bloomberg TV, Washington Post, New York Times, all kinds of crazy things. And especially during like the 08, 07, 08, 09 market. Um, and what's interesting is uh, there's very few situations that I've not been able to either hold the deal together or put a deal together where other people just couldn't figure it out. Um, and, you know, and that just comes from doing, you know, having 200,000 conversations with people. There's no right. way. Yeah. Um, but the, the reality is I was using, and I felt as though I was burning myself. My wife would always say to me, she'd go, you're the smartest guy in the room. What the hell is wrong with you? And I'm like thinking, because I'm using level eight, 10 skills in a level two environment. It wasn't that it was yeah. a level two environment. It was that it was very localized. Yeah. And, Still, so that I could use, could, it was only on a very, very limited. Like, my hometown has thirty six home, thirty six hundred homes in it. I mean, yeah. average price is eight fifty, but there's only thirty six. Yeah. So that's thirty six hundred homes, brother. That's seven thousand yeah. size. It turns into, by the way, that turns into one hundred and twenty two sales a year. Yeah. You know, and there's and there's fifty, there's you know, fifty agents fighting fighting each other for a, a right. You know, but yet of yeah. those thirty seven hundred homes, I would. I, matter of fact, I can tell you because I have the list. There's only 450 of them that are own cashed. You know, that yeah. don't have some kind of debt on them. Right. You know, so that goes back to what you were saying is, you know, um, <laughs> you know what it, I always think about it. When my, I, I went to my first Mike Ferry event. I was one of the first guys to get coached by Mike Ferry in yeah. 96, I think it was. Sure. I go to sure. California. I call my buddy up and I go, holy shit. And he goes, what? I go, man, even the Chinese girls out here have boobs. And I said, <laughs> he goes, what are you talking about? I go, well, I met a bunch of people. I thought I was doing pretty good doing 25 transactions my first year in the business part-time. I met some people doing like 150, 300 transactions. And the real yeah. stuff is they're like, they're like driving Ferraris into this place. I go, I go, unreal. Yeah. And he's like, really? And, and when you're when I worked in Hoboken and I did 70 transactions, I was the big fish. I was me and one other guy were the two, you know, we were the two, we were the two whales, as, as you guys yeah. were. Sure. As soon as I went in that environment, all of a sudden I was a guppy, you know. Yeah. I didn't even show up yeah. on the radar, you know. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's just when you just when you I, I used to tell people in coaching, just when you think you got it figured out, get get out of the environment you're in, go to another environment. And all of a sudden you'll have yeah. a lot of things. And I, you yeah, know, true. one thing we didn't touch on, and I do appreciate uh, for Carl and you is creating the environment to where, you know, uh, I think it was Earl Nightingale or um, I think it was Earl Nightingale who was like the granddaddy of motivational speaking said, you know, you become like the five people you spend the most time around. Right. And yeah. you want to become successful, you know, spend time with like-minded individuals with a passion. And, you know, the progressive, like, what is the definition of success, right? Is the progressive realization of a worthwhile goal or a worthy ideal spent together with other people of similar mindset. Oh, nice. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and in your environment, which you're, you know, your morning, your morning call with everybody, thanks to Carl and you, me, for me, I'm a believer. Um, it took me about, it took, literally took me an hour and a half to write somebody in your company a check to say, <laughs> I want to be a part of this. Um, <laughs> That's and, awesome. Not rocket yeah. science, um, and I and I do. And you know what? The little bit I've met you guys, and a little bit I've talked to you guys, I feel like I've known you for years. And you, you, my friend, are frightening because you're slightly older than me, not much. I'm old, I'm 56. Mm. My kids are in a whole different whole different space. They're like 13 and 16. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, it, you've made a huge impact on on me and my business. So I do appreciate it. I wanted to have you on and see how we can get you to 
get in front of some other people and let you impact them too. And by the way, you guys, you guys do a mastermind group for the realtors too. Um, right. You have a mastermind. So there, yeah, that's, um, that's, um, uh, Scott Hudspeth, Scott Hudspeth, and it's a real estate mastermind. It's a real estate mastermind and it's, you can just Google that real estate I mastermind. Just give them the, well, give them, what is it? It's, um, marketing, it, it's marketing animals or what's your, what's the web, what's the main website for us? Yeah. For you. It would be, it'd be mortgage marketing animals. Mortgage market. See how much I know about you guys. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. Mortgage marketing animals. Mortgage marketing animals is the home home zone. Yeah, the home zone. Right. Uh, Frank and his men and, and women there. By the way. Uh, yes. Great. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Frank, yeah. Hey, listen, as I said, man, you're a pleasure. Um, I wish you the best with your business. If I can help you at all, I have relationships all over the planet in that space. I love it. Yeah. No, I'll be leaning on you for sure. I want to get those mezzanine deals going right away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to find that money. I want to find that money. Yeah. Three points up front for an hour, for a year, for a 12 month loan. Mm, yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. So, hey, Sean, thanks so much, man. And you've been, uh, I'll, I'll give you some, some kudos too. It's been really neat. When you came into breakfast club, you were so, uh, like there's, you know, you get a couple few hundred people on a call and there's, you notice on breakfast club, there's like 17 that actually you know, have the guts to raise their hand or say something that wasn't you. You were like, right for day one, you know, like, Hey, this is me. And here's my thoughts. And here's what I'm thinking. I was like, there's something to this guy. And then, um, you know, as I've gotten to know you, I just, man, I got to tell you, you're, you're, you're an absolute pleasure as well. And I, I learn a lot from you. I learn a lot from you and you've got a lot to offer in that regard. So I would say anybody who's listening to this, you know, definitely tune into Sean in any way possible because this guy, I don't know anybody that has got the whole let's make a few calls thing going on like this guy and and scripting and just so many things. Just your thinking, you know, the whole thing about oh, instead of spending that money to go to the to the beach, why don't we let your four hundred one k and see if you can just buy the place? You know what I mean? I was like, what? That's a good idea, you know, or the other thing too. Oh, COVID, who's still got a job? What can they afford? That's that pocket of homes. Let's go work those. Brilliant. You know, simple stuff like that. But no, I think you're, I, 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 I think you've got a lot going on, brother. And I appreciate you having me on and, and uh, look forward to you and I just getting to know each other better and uh, helping each other out down the road, man. Build a dynasty. That's what they call it. But let's do that. So for those let's listening, if, uh, if you haven't figured it out today's billion dollar blind spots, you know what the blind spot is, right? Is looking within. Um, you know, Frank mm. Frank actually figured out for his two kids how to get them off the payroll. I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's freaking brilliant in my book. Um, <laughs> hopefully, I won't have to do that in a, uh, for a while. Uh, but Frank, always a pleasure. We do appreciate you. Remember, uh, we'll put this up on the we'll put this up on the podcast. We'll put some links in there for you. If you guys got any questions at all, come out, hang out, for breakfast. Frank's always the man, and it is a pleasure. Thanks so much, bro. Awesome. You bet, man. See you, brother.